Hey everybody and welcome back to the Out To Be Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of a solo cast today. And I have to be honest with you, I'm feeling a little throat chakra block. I'm feeling a little like I don't want to be here. I'm feeling a little like I don't want to talk right now today. But the podcast show must go on. I didn't want to go without a week uh, of a podcast. Listen, my Virgo rising in me is very structured in that way, and I don't like missing things or, or breaking the rules when I don't have to in that sense. Um, so I was thinking about what I should talk about today, and the truth is that I feel like I want to share about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and talk about what happens when things change and things kind of don't go your way. Now, this sounds like a Debbie Downer, but I promise it's not going to (laughs) be. In fact, the reason that I don't have an episode prepared for today is because we've had some really, really exciting changes and projects that are in the work over here at Out To Be, and I just haven't had the time to sit down and rework the podcast schedule yet and plan out the topics that are now going to make the most sense to do our shows on based on this new plan and the launch that we have coming up next. I am going to be opening up private spots for my one-on-one coaching next week. Although if you want to get in before I open it up to the public, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi. But after that, we're going to have a really big launch coming up in June that I cannot wait for. And I can't say too much more about it yet. So you're going to have to stay tuned for that. But it's going to be really exciting. It's going to involve a collaboration It's going to involve some really, really, really epic programming, and I can't wait to bring it to you. I'm really excited for this new venture in my business as well. Some of you guys might have caught my Instagram live that I did a couple weeks ago where I talked about like what you do when you feel out of alignment in your business, and I thought I would talk about that a little bit today and again talk about the phases of business because that's also an Instagram post that I did on Monday of this week. So regardless of when you're listening, you can go creep on my Instagram and find the post that it's a little graphic and it's about the business cycle, the music business cycle, um, the cyclical phases of your music career. And the reality is that both of these things tie together really closely, in fact. So I had been feeling a little bit out of alignment and I did an Instagram live on it where I was talking about it and I felt like I, you know, couldn't get clarity, couldn't really listen to my gut and see what I wanted to do next. I wasn't really sure. I wasn't feeling energized or excited about my business the way that I usually do. And it was in this time that an opportunity crossed my way that just made total sense to take. And it's things like that that allow me to see and really be reminded that like the universe has your back and that things will go exactly how they're supposed to go as long as you just stay open to it and remind yourself that it's okay to have the ebbs and flows. And it's interesting because we'll talk about the ebbs and flows in terms of the music business cycle and the ebbs and flows that happen in within that. So for instance, the music business cycle and feel free to pull up this Instagram post if you want the visuals of it. But the music business cycle goes like this. Phase one is that you're going to reevaluate or evaluate your brand values and offerings. So when you first start your business, you naturally go through the process of establishing your brand and starting uh, your offers. Maybe it's like your first album. Maybe it's a set of gigs. uh, Maybe it's your private coaching or your group coaching program or a course. You're going to set up your brand, figure out what your first offer is and figure out what your values are. 
And now as the cycle of the business continues, this phase will be used to check in all the time with all of those things, to build upon your product suite, to make sure that you're aligned with your brand and your business, to make sure that you are on board with your launch plan, your quarter plan, your month plan moving forward. This is actually the phase that I was just in. So if you guys look at my business from this year, in January or really December, I was in this reevaluation phase where I was planning out 2021 and planning out my quarter that was coming up. Then I moved into visibility and growth at the beginning of 2021. I was doing a lot of work for out to launch. I was promoting that really hard. And then I was moving into phase three, which is nurturing your current audience. And then into phase four, which is promoting and hard launching. So let me go into those real quick and then I'll show you how it kind of showed up in my business. So phase two is visibility, growth, and expansion. So this is where you spend time to really grow and expand your audience. It can be done with collaborations, interviews, social media content, Pinterest content, like YouTube's guest trainings, guest performances, speaking or performance opportunities, like the list goes on, but you can fill in the blanks there of how you would want to focus and grow, right? Now, based on what your specific growth goals are and also what launch you have next or what project you're focusing on next, that's how you'll decide exactly what strategy for growth and expansion makes sense. So like for me, if I'm launching an offer, I might do a guest on podcast to get my name out there, get more people following me and also potentially even be able to promote my offer or the free challenge or webinar that I'm doing with it. If it's more of a general phase, or you want to, um, maybe you just want to grow like your Instagram following, like you get to decide what the focus is within each individual phase and what the strategy is each time you kind of come around to it. Phase three is nurturing your current audience and maintaining growth. So as you prepare to head into your launch phase, which is phase four, before you do that, you want to focus on warming up your current audience with quality content and communication. So obviously you don't want to jump straight from your growth phase to your launch phase because otherwise you risk launching to a cold audience. So you really want to nurture this phase to warm up your current audience and still grow, of course, but really focus on making sure you're transitioning your leads from being cold leads, aka people who are new to you and your platform, to being warm and even hot leads, aka people who are used to you, really like you, trust you, and potentially now want to buy from you. Because the next phase is phase four, which is promotion and hard launching. So that's time to hard promote your offer. Um, this is like a one to two or three week period where you're in full launch mode, focusing all of your time, all of your energy to promoting your offer and making those sales. And then this all rinse and repeats. So if I look at my year, again, December was phase one, reevaluating my offers and planning. Uh, January was phase two, visibility and growth. January was also nurturing your, my current audience because, you know, it doesn't all have to be like super lengthy phases, but that's how it went. I, I grew, I was on a lot of podcasts and then I was nurturing my audience and then I launched at the end of January as well. And then in uh, after that, I started again. And this one, this has been happening a lot this year. Like sometimes your reevaluating phase might not be like a whole sit down conversation. Okay, what are my new brand values? What is all this stuff? It's not to say that you're like rewriting your whole brand and business strategy and plan every month or every other month. It's literally just a check in point. Like every, every time after a launch, you should have a check in point and be saying, okay, what's next? all right, let's make sure that this plan is good to go, that I'm feeling aligned. And if there is anything that needs adjusting, then you go and you adjust it. So in my case, what was next for me was the mastermind launch. And I actually went 
pretty directly into the mastermind launch without actually considering the other three phases as much as I normally would because we had scheduled it back to back and it kind of bit me in the butt because then I ended up having to go back to phase one and reevaluate as I canceled the mastermind launch. So there goes to show you. Um, So I ended up back at phase one, of course, with a little brief hiatus trying to go from launch to launch, essentially. Um, And I decided I can't do this launch right now. I don't want to do this launch right now. It does not feel aligned. So I canceled it. And from there, I reevaluated. And I made a new plan for the next several months. And the new plan, the first thing to launch was the Audience Builder Bundle. And that is what I did. So I launched the Audience Builder Bundle just a couple weeks ago at the beginning of April. So once I decided on that, once I reevaluated that, this is in February, I'm reevaluating. I spent the rest of February and some of March focusing on visibility, growth, expansion on Instagram and TikTok. I um, also nurtured my current audience. And then in April, I promoted. I launched the Audience Builder Bundle. And which, by the way, you can still grab if you want it. It's open for enrollment at all times. So go ahead and head to my website, katiezacardi.com slash audiencebuilderbundle if you want to grab that. Um, So that was fun. And now we ended that launch last week or a couple weeks ago. And we're back to the reevaluating phase. And what's interesting is that in this reevaluating phase... So I, ha- I had a sketch out already for what was going to happen in the next few months and it felt okay. It felt good. It didn't feel great. Um, I was sort of just feeling a little discouraged for no particular reason, but just feeling like I, I like I said, I was out of alignment. I wasn't really in alignment with what I was doing or what I thought I wanted to do. And I was kind of just in like a little bit of a, a slump. And so... Why I bring it up is because, again, we've got the music business cycle, the cycle of your careers, whether you're a coach or a musician, it all applies. And then you also have the like roller coaster of emotions where you can have you have your cycle that's related to like the strategy stuff. But then you also just have your emotional cycle, if you will, your emotional roller coaster that can sometimes happen you know, regardless of what's going on in the business, sometimes it can just have to do with like your life and where you're at. And uh, again, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you might have heard seen me talk about this if you caught my stories. But like I was definitely in a place the last couple of weeks where I was just feeling like I wanted big changes to come. Like I am thinking about moving. I was thinking about totally revamping my offer plan, maybe focusing on something else. Like I definitely was feeling like something needed to be shaken up. I felt like there was something that wasn't right, something that I didn't feel aligned with. And the real glaring thing was that I was lacking fun and I was lacking excitement. So on the roller coaster of emotions, I was feeling at a huge low here as I went to go reevaluate my offers and reevaluate my strategy. Now, that's not a great place to be when you're reevaluating your plan because you don't want to be planning from a place where you feel like poop. So (laughs) this is a lesson that we all need to learn, which is that it's normal. It is normal to have highs and lows and periods where you feel totally in alignment and periods where you feel totally out of alignment and it's nobody's fault. It's nothing wrong. It doesn't mean that you're a bad business owner or entrepreneur or musician. It just means that this is a normal thing that happens to people when they are running their own show, when they're running their own business. So I was in a low and I was reevaluating and I knew deep down I didn't really want to make any 
final decisions or any decisions really from this place where I didn't feel aligned. So the goal then became to get back into alignment, both in my business, but also outside of my business, because that's really where it shows up and really where it's kind of uh, stemming from. That's the root cause, right? Like if you're out of alignment in your life, you're probably not going to be in alignment in your business and potentially vice versa, but not necessarily as much the other way around. So I'll share some tips here as to what I did. And it wasn't easy. It's never really easy. As always, though, talking to my coach helps and getting support helps always. It's super helpful to have somebody in your corner who you can share your obstacles with, share what you're going through with, and be able to work through things with. So that was really helpful for me. The other thing that I did was I really checked back in with like my daily routines. What was I doing to take care of myself? What was I doing to take care of my body? The truth is that over the last several months, basically for all of 2020, TBH, I'll call myself out, I have not been doing too hot. Like I've not really been doing what I need to do to manage my wellness and to really stay in a place where I want to stay. I had been slacking on my yoga routine. Uh, I did yoga with Adrienne's like 30 day, you know, series that she does at at the beginning of the year. It took me like two months to do it, which isn't really a big deal. It means I was doing yoga like every other day. So it's really not that bad, but I had been slacking. I didn't have motivation. I got back out of it in March. You know, I wasn't really feeling great. And yoga is a huge, huge way that I get into alignment in my mind and in my body. So that was big. Um, I had dropped my routine of like reading before bed and I caught myself just on TikTok, scrolling on TikToks all the time. I would wake up and go on TikTok and I would sort of just conform my routine to other people as opposed to really taking up my own space and getting bored. So this is what's interesting and this is what I actually discovered is that when I allow myself to have my own routine, I actually get bored. And that is a good sign because while I don't want to be bored, like obviously I want to be entertained. I want to be having fun with people. I want to be, you know, spending my time in in ways that serve me. I realized once I was able to, and this is something I was able to do in the last week, was have like a tremendous amount of alone time and really get back into my own schedule. I realized that I can actually get like a lot done in a short amount of time. And when it's just me and I'm not like going to watch TV with someone or going to do this or going to run errands or do this other thing for someone, then I'm able to be bored and just like have low time, which inherently then gives you time to think or to pick up things that you maybe got out of the habit of like taking a long walk or doing yoga or reading a book and I'm not saying I'm 100% back to any of these these things because I'm really not I still can't read before bed that well (laughs) I'm trying so hard I really am trying really hard um but it's not going the way I wanted to go And, um, you know, it's not like I'm doing all the healthy habits and not watching TV because I also don't believe in that. I don't value that. I value relaxing and binge watching TV. Like, I think that that is fun and normal and, you know, should be something that as entrepreneurs, we actually say, good for you if you do that. Like, it's not like you're neglecting hustle. You know, it's very hustle culture to be like, if you watch TV, you're wasting your time. Like, fuck that shit. So... Anyway, my point here, though, being is that it was really valuable for me to take a second to check in and think about, like, what other habits do I need to get into? And something I've also been doing really lately is kind of just utilizing 
um, social media platforms to surround myself with helpful people and positive vibes. So like even on TikTok, I follow a lot of spiritual people, astrology people, um, you know, a lot of people who are even like psychics, that kind of thing that I just find really interesting. Tarot card readers, things like that where I'm able to just sort of get a group of people that I'm following that are kind of spiritual and can provide me some insight or a different perspective or positive vibes or whatever it is, things like that. And even on Clubhouse, there's a lot of like tarot card reading rooms or, you know, spirit guide connecting rooms and that kind of stuff. And I've just been like utilizing my resources and, you know, asking questions and exploring things and trying new practices. Like I got my own tarot deck and um, I'm not saying you have to do any of that of course, like find what works for you. I'm just sharing some things I've been doing on my journey. And um, another thing that I've been trying to do as well is really tap into gratitude. So I've been seeing angel numbers a ton, a ton lately. And I don't really know how I got this idea. It might have happened through like a couple tarot card readings I did or or psychic readings that I did on like, you know, TikTok live. Some people will go live and you can ask questions. So sometimes I'll attend and support them and everything. And It also might have come from like some podcast, but essentially I got this idea in my head basically that I was associating angel numbers with moments of gratitude. Like every time you see an angel number, take it as the time to just like be grateful. And I got this reassurance that things were going to work out fine. And I always know that in the back of my head, but I have a flair for the dramatic sometimes and I can be, I can get in my head about things because nobody's perfect. And so sometimes when things don't quite go how I thought they would, it's really easy to just get down about it, you know, or, or second guess or not be sure what the next best step is. And so I basically got this reassurance of like, everything's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Be patient, which is like the hardest thing for me and also give gratitude. And so One part of my practice is like every time I see angel numbers, which is a lot, I've been seeing them a lot for the last like several months. I feel like I talked about this back in February and it hasn't stopped since then. So now every time I see one, you know, 444, 555, 222, 1111, any of those things, I just stop and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm grateful. I give a moment of gratitude to whoever, my spirit guides, the angels, God, universe, specific people or specific things kind of just depends on what's happening in the moment as I see it. But that's also been a really interesting and helpful practice because it helps me just stay grounded and and again, hold a faith that like the universe has my back and I know it's all going to work out. It's a lesson I've learned many a time in my life, but when you're in those hard situations where when you're in the low of the roller coaster and not the high, it's really hard to see the high or see that the high is coming inevitably for you, right? Because we want to know when it's coming and how it's coming and what exactly we need to do next. And sometimes those answers aren't obvious immediately or when we want them to be obvious. And sometimes they won't be obvious for a while and sometimes they won't even be your ideas. You might resonate with this, but you might put a lot of pressure on yourself to always have the answers. And the truth is that you're not always going to have the answers. Sometimes the answer is going to be brought to you by someone else, through someone else, with someone else, or, you know, you're going to have the realization uh, in a way that you never possibly could have expected. Opportunities might come to you that you wouldn't have thought of before. And that is actually similar to what's happening for me right now, where I was really in a place where I said, 
I'm not feeling excited. I'm literally trying to move across, not even across the country, to another country, across the ocean, to get some excitement in my life. Because I feel so bored in my business right now, and I don't know what's going to jazz it up. And a, a collaboration just kind of plopped out of nowhere that as soon as we started talking about it, it felt like a perfect fit. So it's things like that where you can't always predict that what's going to happen. And that's also why the music business cycle is so valuable because it's easy to say, oh, I planned my year or I even planned my quarter and that's what it is. Let me tell you guys, I freaking wish, I wish one dang thing I planned for 2020 went as planned. None of it did. Literally, none of it did. Excuse me, I think I said 2020, I mean 2021. 2020 was a whole, whole different ball game, and obviously none of that went as planned, but I mean this year. This year, I planned out the whole year in December, and then by February, I was rewriting it. And I didn't even get to the end of the year because I said, let me just get through the next few months and see what happens first. But I have been rewriting it. I had to rewrite it in February and I'm rewriting it again now at the end of April because of something that came my way. That feels like it is such a door opening opportunity, a really exciting thing, something that lights me up, something that I want to put all of my time and energy into. And I'm so excited that I allowed myself space to let that come in and to explore that instead of forcing myself to stick with a plan that I made months ago. Um, knowing that months ago too, I was still in a place of like, okay, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel in alignment. So let's try something that does. So my point with this being that the music business cycle comes in so, so handy here because it allows you time to breathe and to reevaluate and to re-strategize if necessary. And then to go through the appropriate following stages to make sure that whatever project it is that you are promoting next, you can do it. And to make sure that, you know, if you are maybe taking time to work behind the scenes or taking time to um, do something else in your life that you really need to do, that you have the time and space and awareness to know this is what needs to happen. This is what I need to focus on. This is what needs to happen in order to have my, you know, next launch or promotion be successful or my next project be successful or whatever it is. So I'm so grateful that I have the cycle and I use the cycle to have these check-in points in my career. And I'm also so grateful that I've learned the lesson and I know and I can share it with you that it's okay if things don't go as planned and it's okay if you change up your plans. It's okay because it's normal and the, the most important thing for you to do as a business owner is to make sure that when you show up, you are showing up in a way that feels good to you and that you are sharing things, promoting things, teaching things, learning things that all feel aligned. And I know I've used the word aligned a lot, especially in this episode, and so it can seem like it's maybe, you know, losing its value. But I I really think that that is the appropriate word to use here because it's about knowing that, like, you feel like you're on the right path. You're doing what you want to do. You're teaching what you want to teach. I mean, if you're trying to promote something that you're not behind, guess what? It's not going to go well. The launch is not going to go well. No, no matter how hard you try to push it and force it and make it go well, right? Or you're going to sabotage yourself trying to show up and promote it because you're not actually behind it. So giving yourself permission to reevaluate when you need to is 
the key here. It is absolutely the key here. And having practices to be able to get back in touch with yourself and to create space and to also just try to listen to your inner voice, your inner knowing, as well as give yourself the space and actual tools to, you know, hear hear signs or receive signs or receive messages from people, from the universe, from whoever it might be. Because this is what is so important to make sure that you're staying on the right track. Now, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. You know, you will have your low points and you will have your high points. And again, that's normal. But when you have those low points, you know, whether they come in phase one or phase two, phase three, or even phase four, when you have those low points, it's about having the tools to get back on the horse, check back in with yourself and make sure that you are getting back on the right track. So I hope this episode was helpful. And remember that if you are looking for support and you are looking for a coach in your corner to help you not only strategize throughout your phases so that in each phase you have a really strong strategy to plan, to grow, to warm up your audience, and to actually launch. And you're, But you're also looking for support with coping with the emotional roller coaster that is being a musician and entrepreneur. Then shoot me a DM and let me know that you want to hear more about my one-on-one private coaching program because in that program, program, that is exactly what we do. We go through strategy. We cover mindset. We make sure you're feeling supported emotionally and in your business strategy. And we do everything we do, need to do to meet you where you're at and get those results. Spots officially will open and applications will officially open next week. But if you would like to grab a spot before we open it to the public, just shoot me a DM and we'll see if it's a good fit for you and go from there. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for being here with me uh, now and always. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it. It is so important that we can get more reviews of this podcast so that it can get in the hands of more people, or I should say the ears of more people, and we can spread this message so that more music entrepreneurs can grow their careers in a way that is supportive to them, to their lives, and to being in alignment. I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.